Welcome to Ball vs. Life, a podcast where your hosts, JC and Jack, discuss NorCal vs. SoCal perspectives, the Bay vs. LA. Thanks for tuning in. Let's roll. Ball vs. Life is back from the holidays and Thanksgiving. I am Jack and got my buddy JC on the other mic. What's up? What's up? I got my uh, Taiwan beer in hand, grapefruit flavor. So I'm ready to rock and roll, bro. Hey, man, you're representing my homeland. <laughs> I, I am, dude. They, they coming I, I need, up with some <laughs> some clutch stuff, man. I know. I need to get a Filipino beer and drink it on my end. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sharing I, culture, you know? I don't think the Filipino beer will touch this Taiwan beer <laughs> kind of stuff, man. But uh, I'm ready to rock and roll. It's uh, I, I'm rocking the grapefruit today, so... Sometimes you do need a alcoholic beverage after the holidays because the holidays can be hectic, you know? I mean, we're in the, the heart of it now. Thanksgiving yeah, is the first the first segment. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, it's I feel like it's blowing by hella quick. It is, The dude. holidays. Like, I feel like in a couple of weeks, it's just going to be all over. And it's my favorite yeah. time of the year, personally, because it just brings me a lot of joy. Mm. Uh, it brings me a lot of good memories. Uh Last couple of years have been a little bit hectic, but you know, yeah, because uh, of a pandemic. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, that'll 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 change things a bit, doesn't it? But yeah. uh, uh, but this year's, you know, I don't know. It's been a mixed bag. How yeah, was how, yours? How was yours? No, no, you go first, man. You go first. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Um, Thanksgiving was like I, I think we recorded before Thanksgiving, and yeah. I was kind of really looking forward to this. I love the holiday season. I love the vibes, and uh, man, this Thanksgiving was a was a cluster. Really, cluster F for for at least for my uh, my adopted family, uh, my mm. my wife's family, mm-hmm. uh, which I usually spend Thanksgiving with. Uh, my family in particular, um, we don't really uh, like my you know my parents and whatnot. Don't really mm-hmm. celebrate it as much. Um, so generally, I spend a lot of time with my wife's family. With that said, man, it was a closer fuck, man. Just because mm. I think this this year, a lot of folks were kind of planning travel on, around, or after Thanksgiving, which yeah. we'll we'll talk about later, at least on my case. So at this point, we decided to not cook food ourselves and order mm. out. Dang. And um, I don't know if you've had any experience with that. I have. But... Yeah, you have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but for, for our experience, I don't know if we're going to do it the same way again, mm-hmm. just because um, what what the fuck was the, the name of the place? I really forgot it. See, because it's fucking scarred <laughs> me so much. Um, Boston Market. Yes, Boston Market. Yeah. Boston Market um, actually screwed us, dude, just because like, you know, um, you know, my, my in-laws pre-ordered um, yeah. Thanksgiving a Thanksgiving feast, you know, turkey, the whole nine mm-hmm. yards and like sides and whatnot from Boston Market, uh, and they pre-ordered that to be uh, to be available around lunchtime on Thanksgiving Day. And Boston Market screwed it up, dude. Like Man. they seriously did not deliver on time, and food uh, didn't even get delivered until cl- like close to five p.m., dude. So what? literally, five p.m., dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's five hours from when you're supposed to pick it up. Exactly, dude. This is pre-ordered. They knew <sighs> how many people were, you know, that they uh, were due food, and then there were like uh, there was a line of people just waiting for their food. So wow. you know, we were all scampering because no one had prepared anything. So we were all scampering to find food, and there really isn't a lot of places that's open on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, so 
everybody was starving and we had to call up like this Chinese food joint and they came you up know, clutch. You know, the only places that are open are Chinese joints on Thanksgiving. Yeah, dude. And they came up clutch, man. So shout out to uh, the Chinese food joint in Elk Grove, man. They, they, they came up with the food. But man, Thanksgiving was a clusterfuck just because Boston Market screwed uh, screwed uh, our family a little, a little bit. Um, so, yeah. and I heard it wasn't even the worst. There were other places yeah. where the employees... I think you told me about no, it. No, it's, it's it's a place in uh, the Boston Market in Southern California. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot which city, but it's it's close to where my family lives. Mm-hmm. And it, even worse than yours, at least you got your food five mm-hmm. hours later. Those mm-hmm. people who pre-ordered, they showed up at Boston Market mm-hmm. right when they open. You know, people want to get their food, so they're mm-hmm. probably like already waiting in line before they open. <laughs> they mm-hmm. show up and they see a sign on the door that says, "No employees coming today." <laughs> oh. Ouch, dude. Dude, what's up with Boston Market, man? This is bad know. for business, especially on Thanksgiving. You can't do that to families on Thanksgiving. I know, dude. Well, they did. And from speaking oh. from personal experience, everybody was super pissed. Yeah. You know, I... and it's it was a great start to the holidays. Oh. <laughs> I mean, like, sucked. people are already, like, on edge and you just want to get your food. But yeah. that adds another layer of, like, just hectic stress, dude. Yeah. And Especially I get with it. kids, right? Kids yeah. want their turkey. Exactly. Exactly. Fixings. Exactly. Exactly. And we've had some pretty good Thanksgiving spreads mm. before. But this mm-hmm. year, it definitely was just kind of like a, a hectic kind of situation. But, you know, you kind of make the most out of it. Um, what kind of sucks is since we got all the Chinese food when the Boston market came out, everybody was just like, everybody almost was like forced to eat the token turkey just to get it in during dinner. But people were kind of trying to get out to their next uh, event that they're trying to. Man, to, to we got another through. event, dude, on on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, dude, don't get me started. It's just like <laughs> folks had to had to bounce and kind of you know go elsewhere. Wow. Um, so you know. Needless to say, I was uh, I ended up uh, having to eat a lot of that Boston market just because a lot of our OG sort of Asian parents are just like they're just like if you got Chinese food over there and then you got yeah, the man. Boston market, which was cold and like it was just it just really wasn't like the ideal setup. It's just mm-hmm. you know people are gonna opt to eat the other food. So you know for a couple of days there, man, I was trying to <laughs> I was trying to pound the turkey and. <laughs> and do all of that but it was just you know you can only have so much turkey and fucking stuffing and like ham and, and stuff like that but i'm thankful i'm thankful for the yeah. food regardless speaking of turkey mm-hmm. so for my thanksgiving i had it's just it was just me you know christine my fiance and mm-hmm. my mom this year my sister's not my sister and her her boyfriend did not come down mm-hmm. so i told my mom beforehand she usually goes to popeyes and she gets the the cajun turkey so you just mm-hmm. get it it comes frozen and you defrost it and you you bake it right mm-hmm. i told her we have three people mm-hmm. don't get a turkey all right mm-hmm. and she was like yeah 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 no no turkey this year we're just gonna go to a chinese restaurant mm-hmm. you know <laughs> no dishes don't have to clean up anything yeah everything's all situated you know mm-hmm. show up the day of i said i'm coming for home for lunch I'm always on time. You know this, JC. Mm-hmm. I show up on time. And I, I walk in the door. I'm like, what's that smell? Why does it smell <laughs> like turkey? And lo and behold, she baked a whole turkey. And mm-hmm. I was like, wait, are we eating this for lunch? She was like, no, I just baked it because I, we should make turkey. Let's still go out to eat. So just as you said, you had a whole turkey to finish, right? Mm-hmm. I pretty much have been eating that turkey since Thanksgiving. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what day it is anymore, dude. Yeah. My taste buds, I just taste turkey in my mouth right now. I made, I did make 
a bomb ass turkey soup though you take the bones because like it was the whole turkey mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. the carcass of it mm-hmm. put it into uh, the pot mm-hmm. put a bunch of celery carrots all mm-hmm. this other stuff and oof, just roast it or like stew it for like four or five hours mm-hmm. it's the best turkey soup man <laughs> it's man. brutal dude it's brutal <laughs> hey man you know what you gotta you, you gotta make do with what you have but you yeah. know it was kind of funny. She was just like, wait, let's not eat it and then still go out to eat it. What the yeah. hell, dude? You, she just cooked it. She, she just, just cooked it. And she was just trying to, you know, she was just trying to get into the vibe of Thanksgiving. Man. Look, she, bless my mom's heart. I love mm-hmm. her to death, but she didn't need to make a turkey for mm-hmm. essentially two people, me and her. And she mm-hmm. she eats like a bird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Christine's not the biggest fan of turkey. It's one of those things where you either love it or you hate Not hate it, but like lukewarm about it yeah it's fun yeah i mean it's just this it's, it's more of a seasonal food yeah. it's like you know but i don't know man you could be pre- pretty creative like you could um make dude, your own turkey, turkey sandwich. sandwich yeah exactly dude, i'm right? telling you i trust me man i've made turkey fried rice i don't even know how many other things i've made <laughs> i've tor- oh turkey tortillas you know <laughs> dang dude you went the whole night with I regards know. to this hey when you have like half a like what it was like a 10 15 pound turkey <laughs> I mean, I gave some to friends, okay? I didn't eat yeah. it all myself, but still, this is a lot of turkey, man. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like I ate that much from the Boston Market freaking <laughs> leftovers. Jeez, dude. Yeah, so, funny. <laughs> funny we just talk about it right now, man. But we kind of... Two, two, uh, two different sides of the same coin. We, mm-hmm. we OD'd on turkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what a great start of Thanksgiving, huh? I know. Hey, look, at the end of the day... You know, as you said, it's hectic. Sometimes it's stressful to be with family. Mm-hmm. No lie, but mm-hmm. it, I'm grateful. You know, yeah. you can't can't deny that. I mean, if you if you if you're there with your family, despite all the craziness, it's still nice. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know, we're lucky enough to be able to be in a position to see our, oh, yeah. our, our family members and still have them be around. So yeah, especially really- considering you know the last year year two years um, that some you know, a lot of Thanksgivings before. You weren't able to meet up with a big family gathering, anyways. Maybe, maybe your immediate one, you know? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, uh, but yeah, man. Um, with that said, despite mm-hmm. the holidays starting, getting off to a rocky start, mm-hmm. um, you know, I had a pretty good past couple of weeks. Dude, <laughs> I saw after... an old friend, dude. That's what happened. Old friend? Who? Huh? <laughs> Who might that be? Because you went on a trip. Yeah, well, right I mean, after Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, right after Thanksgiving. And it's the first trip that uh, I've taken ever yeah. since the pandemic had started. So it definitely was a very, very foreign type of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I went. It down was a grueling to, trip. It was a grueling put it trip. At that. <laughs> exactly. It was a grueling trip because uh, I had never been, you know, par- uh, I've never driven past Sacramento, which is like a couple of hours. So this mm. definitely was a, a grueling trip. But I made the drive down and I hit you up in SoCal, yeah. bro. I was down there. I know, dude. Well, you had actually been planning this trip for some time, obviously, because mm-hmm. you didn't come down alone. Mm-hmm. You came down with your family, mm-hmm. got your two boys with you, which is mm-hmm. even more why the trip was grueling to be in a car with two little rascals yeah, exactly. and driving what, like eight, seven hours? Yeah. I don't know. Seven, eight hours in total. Yeah. And we went down to SoCal to hit up Disneyland. So Disneyland was, man. Happiest fun. place on earth, right? Happiest place on earth. 
ex- most expensive place on Earth. <laughs> yeah, they should be named that now. <laughs> happiest for their 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 pocketbooks. Yep. But nah, nah, it was it was great, man. Disneyland mm-hmm. was a really really great experience, especially now that I have a four year old who can yeah. a little you know process things a little bit better, knows the characters, and can remember things. It was definitely mm-hmm. a magical time for him. Add to the fact that they are sort of in their holiday vibe season right now. Um, mm-hmm. Disneyland and Disney just doesn't take any shortcuts, man. When they no, do the holidays, they don't, dude. yeah. When they do the holidays, they do it right, and it mm-hmm. was just you know a wonderful, wonderful trip. Uh, and so it was, it, it was fun, man. Well, let's also mention that. I think the last time I saw your family was also you went to Disney. This was obviously pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. And your son, mm-hmm. we, we, we pulled up that picture. He was literally like the size of a football. And I was mm-hmm. holding him. And now he is four years old. Yeah, it's dude. incredible, you know. Exactly. I, I know we probably have seen each other um, after that. But it's just, it, just that memory of you guys coming to Disney then and then fast forward to now as the next trip to Disney. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Seeing that little boy like grow, it just yeah. makes me feel so much older. <laughs> no, tell me about it, man. And I'm, I'm witnessing it every day. But yeah. it's just kind of just, it's so wild to actually do a comparison photo of you mm-hmm. with him back then and now me with another son and then I know, dude. son with you, dude. And you saw them, dude. They were like, oh. uh, you you witnessed, you know, in real life how my life is. I'll be now. honest, dude. It's freaking tiring. I'm and that I'm is <laughs> just a snapshot, you know. Like I spent what three four hours with you guys, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of work, man. At, at dinner, it was a yeah. lot of work. We went to Cheesecake Factory, mm-hmm. and it's a Cheesecake Factory is good for kids, actually. Like you yeah. know, they're, they're very family friendly, but. You know, you gotta always be on, like watching them. Like you can't not watch them. Yeah, dude, you you saw. Dude, you got that salt and pepper shaker just freaking yeah. throwing around like salt pepper everywhere. I'm like, dude, yeah, <laughs> you're exactly. seasoning my hair. This was like the the minute we got sat down. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like that's just like the start of it. Like you're lucky that they're not able to violate other people's personal space. Like if you remember when I told uh, when I I talked to the server at the from the mm-hmm. get-go i was just like can we get a, a booth because i really yeah. want to make sure to strategically get in a spot where we can kind of limit the space man yeah in terms of where they can do some damage um and you know uh, you know uh, of, of course i want to keep these boys disciplined but at the same time there's a, a balance you also kind of want them to get have their own space to kind of explore yeah. and do their own things so it's it's tough man it's tough to to raise kids yeah, Especially and, two rascals. And you felt like the Grinch that day because you just had literally you came off the dr- like you arrived on Disney and we met up that yeah, day dude. because I mean you were gonna be there for what three four days because yeah. you got like a three day pass mm-hmm. and knowing anybody who's been to Disneyland especially if you're gonna go for a couple of days mm-hmm. you're gonna be dead tired at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, hanging out well you would have been way worse than that day of dry probably because you're walking instead. You know you were having exactly. a whole day of walking, but I looked at you and you had this face of just pure fatigue. Dude. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's rough, dude. It's rough to drive that from the Bay Area all the way down to SoCal. Yeah. and I'll tell you this, man. It's just like you wait, know, wait. If, you had a crazy story. You got to yeah. tell this story, dude. Yeah, it was crazy. Epic so story. As we uh, as we just arrive uh, to LA. Um, and we drive on on the five, like maybe like a couple hours uh, uh, to to Anaheim. Like I saw like 
crazy traffic obviously mm-hmm. la traffic is super stressful dude like, yeah it is <laughs> I, I feel like it's different from the bay area traffic mm-hmm. um but like it's just like people are like hyper aggressive yeah um and i i i i fancy myself to be an aggressive driver too mm-hmm. um a little bit less now that i have kids especially if i have small passengers i try to be a, and driving a mini van it doesn't <laughs> it's not a good look dude <laughs> but um but the LA drivers are hyper aggressive, dude. Like they like yeah. to tailgate. You know, mm-hmm. they're on their phone. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I'm driving like 85 uh, already, and people are still tailgating me. I'm just like, dude, get the, get the fuck <laughs> away from me. Like you know what I mean? And like people are weaving back and forth. The lack of familiarity to with the freeways also doesn't help the situation, mm-hmm. and the fact that you constantly have to sort of navigate numerous lanes as you try to find like the most efficient way to get to your destination is like 710 5 mm. 210 yeah, i don't even dude. know dude it was just like <laughs> it was so stressful but the crazy story that happened was like as we arrived maybe like 45 minutes away from from disneyland um um there was a car with a, a i don't even know it was like a white maxima <laughs> and this guy that was driving on it i don't know if he was high or drunk but mm. it straight out came out uh, it looked straight out of an action film dude mm-hmm. like a freaking james bond film where this dude was like just ramming into cars willy-nilly on the five dude it was so crazy um like that car was just maybe like just two cars ahead of us mm-hmm. and like you would just see him like from uh the third lane just ram to the car in the fourth lane Jesus. like with no rhyme or reason oh. right um and then he would still kind of weave back and forth uh within cars hitting cars mm. as he was weaving back and forth even though he was in the leftmost lane and ultimately ending um as he hits the median and i see like this cloud of smoke and dust just kind of pop up um you know like two cars in front of me and as i drive through i see this driver just kind of keeled over um like in shock dude oh and then gosh. just like Looking behind me, there's just a bunch of different cars just like, you know, just, you know, fucked up pretty much. Oh, my God. Devastation, man. Yeah, dude. I don't know what was happening, but, like, this was, like, my introduction to the L.A. drive. So, I'm just like, dude, like, I'm here trying to relax, and I get there, and it's just like, this dude is straight up, like, you know, drunk driving, causing mayhem. I mean, this is in the. This is not like a night, dude. Yeah, right? This is like in the middle of the freaking afternoon. Yeah, dude. This is like in the middle of the afternoon. It was wild, dude. I was just like, "Dang, dude!" I was like, "L.A. Really? Welcome <laughs> to L.A." Yeah. Jeez. Post-apocalyptic world, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it does seem like the you know like the Terminator is a lot of graffiti and yeah. like it's kind of interesting man mm-hmm. it's kind of really interesting to see LA and there's I mean that that was a vibe that I always thought of of LA anyway it's just like mm-hmm. interspersed with like all of like this sort of like the urban jungle and then yeah. you go pl- to places like Glendale mm-hmm. which is like super nice Pasadena is nice like, yeah exactly yeah. it's just like you know um, so it's just you know it's just a mixture but you know, we arrived. You got to Disney safe. Disney. That's the most important. Yeah. Disneyland. We saw you had some dinner. Yeah. Caught, caught up a little bit. You had a, a chance to see a glimpse of uh, of of my life. Dude, dad life, life, man. Dad, dad life, life is. 
is a, is a real struggle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it has its rewards, don't I, of course, but yeah. It's, yeah. it's rough. <laughs> it's rough, man. It's just that it, your energy is, is tested. And you always got, I think what's most tiring about that life, and this is the last I'll, I'll speak of it at least, well, actually, no, in this pod, <laughs> is like you constantly have to be like, your attention constantly needs to be on high alert just because yeah. these kids are so unpredictable. You never know what could happen, dude. Like literally, you know, without logic, they will like just kind of, you know, go in the middle of like a restaurant walkway, and they could trip like a waiter. Here, carrying, I'll, like, I'll, a I'll, of... I'll paint the picture. We, we, after we finished dinner, we went back to your hotel room just to, you know, kind of cap it off, talk a, talk a little bit before before I left. And your kids were, you know, jumping on the beds and stuff. And I was like, holy crap, you know, don't hurt yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, you hear crying. You know, like he, <laughs> so. So I, I think your youngest hit their head. You know, yeah. not nothing too bad, but just kind of like tapped in he's crying and mm-hmm. you know your, your wife is is tending to him and then mm-hmm. your 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 oldest son is kind of there and then in a split second he's laughing mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah. he's jumping around again yeah. that's just how on the bed yeah. or, or just everywhere and you're like dude what? you just hit your head yeah like, like what happened here like, dude, you're just, yeah. yep sounds about right man sounds about um, right that's my life but you know Nothing makes me happier than hear to hear them uh, uh, yeah. laugh and, yeah. and be happy, dude. You know, honestly, they're, they're they're just their energy when they're happy and they're just like rolling around like two rugrats. It's yeah, it's it's a, it's it's a fun energy to be yeah. around. You know, it's unbridled joy, dude. Yeah, it's, it they're, is. They're not you know bitter or anything yet. They you know they're just happy to be to be alive and you know there's something magical about that, mm-hmm. dude. But how sure. was uh how was Disneyland for those three days though? Disneyland was was hectic. So mm. strategically, we went around after Thanksgiving just because, um, historically speaking, it's like the quietest time of the year. Not a yeah. lot of people go, I guess, to theme parks around that time just because they've spent time with family. Mm-hmm. And sad to say, that wasn't the case this year mm. because it was hectic, dude. I don't know how it was when you've been the past, you know, past year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least for a post-COVID world, there was still a lot of people out there, man. It was really, 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 really crazy. Um, I mean, um, we were saying that on Monday, mm-hmm. after we went to Cheesecake, we walked back to your hotel and we had to mm-hmm. go through downtown Disney. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it felt like it was a Friday or Saturday. There were that many people there. Literally exactly. that many people there. It's exactly. crazy. Exactly. I was, I was shook. <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm saying. It's just like that type of energy was present in the park. The subsequent days that we were there, like there was, I mean, downtown Disney was popping, dude. There, mm-hmm. Yeah, it lo- it seemed like a weekend, and it was like a freaking Monday af- afternoon. It was mm-hmm. crazy. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with, well, a the pandemic. I do think that a lot of people are trying to make up for lost time. Yeah, yeah, uh, us included. Obviously, mm-hmm. we were there, um, and you know that definitely is a variable and secondarily i think they had a lot of special events like there was uh, mm. this thing called um man merriest nights or something mm. which is sort of like a special event and it's not happening like every night right yeah. uh around the time that we were there so you know i mean it was like i mean you had to buy extra tickets to to actually oh. access the, the park at that point and they had like um they had like parties and whatnot, which really didn't serve our purpose because you know the kids are not gonna you know, no. do these parties. But 
uh yeah man it was it was relatively busy but it was nice to be back at the park man because it's been a minute mm. like ever since uh the last time i went like they you know opened the new things they opened yeah. uh the avengers campus on dca mm -hmm. they opened uh star wars land uh over at uh, at disneyland so there oh you've never been to star wars land no dude that was your Prior first time that was my first time actually to be able to go to Star Wars Land. So well, then it, this was an epic trip, man. It was. It was. Uh -huh. um, sadly, the lines were hella long. And I wasn't yeah, able to do the Rise of the Resistance. Because uh -huh. uh, it was legitimately 75 minutes of a wait. And they didn't have a virtual queue. Yeah. And I'm not going to stand there with two little kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? For that long, dude. So I was able to squeeze in some of the other rides. Mm. Um, the other one uh, in Star Wars Land I, was it? The, I keep on calling it the Han Solo ride, but um, um, so I was able to do that, and I was able to walk around the the campus. So, yeah. what was your assessment uh, of that when you went, dude? I mean, I liked like... Star Wars Land. I thought it was mm. dope at that time that I went. the The second ride didn't exist again. I don't know the names of the rides, but yeah, um, I went on the first ride. Shoot, I wish I knew what it was. But Rise of the Resistance is probably the one with, yeah. But it's I heard the immersive experience. That's what I hear. Oh, oh, is that the one you went on? No, no, no. The one that oh, I went yeah. on is uh, the one with like uh, you know, the computer thing, man. Oh yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. I went. But I heard, yeah, the Rise of the Resistance. I heard that ride is actually really dope, dude. Yeah. And I'm like, it's. I I want to go back literally just for that ride. But, I mean, the way that you paint Disneyland right now, it's. I mean, I should just go just for that one ride and go home because that's gonna yeah. take the half the day. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Galaxy's Edge. That's the proper term. We might oh, as well okay. get it right. Okay. Um, but yeah, mm -hmm. dude, they have like a, a bunch of stuff there, dude. Like the Rise of the Resistance and the Millennium Falcon Smugglers mm -hmm. Run. So I I was able to do the Millennium Falcon one. Maybe it's, it's what you did as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, I'm, I'm. I'm certain it is. Yeah. Uh, so it was. It was. It was beautiful. The, yeah. I mean, you felt like you were in like a Star Wars set walking mm -hmm. through that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And it was like, it was pretty crazy to see like all of like the decor and like all of like the subtle sort of details that you would kind of expect there. So it was mm -hmm. really, really a nice addition yeah. to that. Um, I don't know if you tried the food, but outside of I did like try the food. Yeah, I outside did. of the attractions, the food was definitely one of the things that I really kind of spent a lot of time on mm -hmm. at Disneyland. I was able to get like a Ronto Roasters, which is pretty much like a renaming of like regular like tortilla food. And they mm -hmm. kind of make it like it's something that you would eat while you're, you know, at the Galaxy's Edge. They even like had like a milk bar, which I didn't have mm -hmm. a chance to try. But in hindsight, I should have, man, because it actually seems refreshing. I, I... I I remember not being that impressed by the food in Marvel mm. Campus or mm. Avengers Campus. Sorry, um, I just yeah. Also, if if we're pivoting to that, like mm. I was a little bit underwhelmed by uh, Avengers Campus at uh, Disney California Adventure DCA. Yeah, um, um you know, um, you know, talking about the Avengers Campus, I do feel like it's a little bit smaller mm -hmm. uh, compared to mm -hmm. the Star Wars Land in terms of the scale. Yeah. Um, I didn't try the food. Actually, no. I you know what I tried? I tried a freaking shawarma. Oh yeah, they had that shawarma stand. Uh, yeah. How was that? It was f maybe because I got it towards the end of the the night, dude. Mm -hmm. It was actually not that good. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, like, like I was doing some research to see like what were the best places to eat like at both of these parks. Yeah. And the shawarma was highlighted as one of really? the places. Really. Mm. Uh, 
But maybe it had been sitting there too long. Maybe it had, point. dude. No. You know, I paid like fuck. I dude. paid like twelve <laughs> bucks for that shawarma, <laughs> yeah. and it freaking sucked, dude. Um, I heard that that the uh, Doctor Pim's like uh, the food lab or whatever was, uh, you know pretty decent at least mm. it was like the presentation was interesting no the presentation like, was interesting the food's not that good ah. but it's super i mean like it's like so ig worthy to take mm. a pic it's, i mean like yeah food that's shrunk down or oversized or whatever yeah you know it uh, interestingly like since we're in the topic of food um traditionally i actually kind of like the food at dca a little bit better mm. mm-hmm. uh than disneyland mm-hmm. but i might kind of backtrack uh, on that that thought at least after this sort of this this trip because mm-hmm. um i've been there during the holidays and dca always has like uh you know those little stands that they have as you walk through the yeah the the park mm-hmm. a lot of them have like these themed things and especially during the holidays they have like sort of seasonal stuff yeah. it's all unique they have like you know ethnic food they have all of these things um but you can't sleep on Disneyland just because mm-hmm. some of like the sort of like the more established sort of restaurants that they have at Disneyland, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, the fried chicken place. Yeah. I don't know if you've had the fried chicken at Disneyland, but it's actually pretty good. Yeah, I have. I have. Yeah, I've actually been in the restaurant in Pirates, is it? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like a really well-known, like nice restaurant to, to eat at. Yeah. Yeah. That get reservations and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So that that's really good and then uh the jolly cafe like mm. off of main street actually had some really really good food they had some seasonal food mm-hmm. uh as well so um we ate there for lunch at like the third day that we were there dude and mm. um i had like this turkey sandwich it's basically like a thanksgiving sandwich more turkey, turkey dude i don't you know I mean? <laughs> well see the tur- the turkey that i had from boston market was just different oh, in here yeah. it's just like it's in a sandwich it has mm. the, all the cranberry sauce it had mm. like it, it was just like a really well-made sandwich mm. and it was just you know i had i had to eat it just because that's what you eat during the I holiday mean, seasonal time. man yeah exactly exactly and they did it right um dca had some uh some usual spots like I, I really like the the corn dog place i don't know if you've dude had corn dog that's what i'm saying corn dog castle you gotta have a corn dog yeah corn dog castle you gotta have a corn dog at corn yeah. dog castle when you go yeah. to disneyland exactly so dca has the corn dog castle mm-hmm. and um i got the hot link corn dog which Ooh. is always my go-to Mm-hmm. Uh, because I I don't know where else I can get a hot link corn dog. Maybe at the, mm. the you know the you know the state fair or something like that. But it yeah. was it was kind of cool to have that. Uh, in Cars Land, they had um, you know those cones. Oh yeah, the cones. Yeah. Uh, so they had like a bunch of like themed stuff. They have like you know like chili in a cone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, man. I think... and of course you can't you can't leave out a churro man yeah it's expensive it's expensive but it's one of the best churros yeah actually that's what everybody says and i didn't get a classic Mm. churro this time out you know what i got what i got a churro funnel cake and that shit was bomb a churro funnel cake (laughs) i haven't had that so i'm gonna have to try that next time if you ever come back Mm mm-hmm Dude, you got to get the churro funnel cake. That probably was the most delicious thing wow. that I ate Whoa. in Disneyland. I actually got it twice. It's so Whoa. bad for you, but like, dude, it's just like, it's, you know, it's like funnel cake dipped in like, you know, whatever, the cinnamon sugar mm-hmm. thing that they have. Oh my God, that like, sounds amazing. 
with like uh some caramel and then they put like uh you know you know little bits of like toffee on it dude oh, it was man. so freaking bomb i'm salivating yeah dude. yeah i'm salivating just talking about it right now dude you can hear me slurp it was funny. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Disneyland definitely like. Uh, obviously, you kind of have to pay for all of these mm-hmm. things, and I mean, you kind it kind of comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely was kind of good eats, and you know, it's nice to be back in the park and kind of experience those things once again, man. I mean, a you lot always of good food. you always say this, and and I see this a lot in people with families, or <laughs> it kind of remind me of a time where um, this is not has to do with Disneyland, but we had a we kind of had an international friend that hung out with us back in the day mm-hmm. um and when we went to places that we normally go to but for him it's a new experience you get this heightened state of i don't know just enjoyment and yeah. for with you as a dad you get that with your kids like yeah. it brings it another level because they're experiencing this i mean i know your oldest is the second time but really he wasn't really aware the yeah, first time dude. so he's I mean, everything's firing on all cylinders. It's like yeah. sensory overload. It's like skydiving for him. You know, he's like, what the heck is going on? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, that's a good kind of segue uh, to kind of close out this topic. Mm-hmm. It's just like having kids and going to these places, especially if you've been there before, you you do and to repeat your sentiment. Mm-hmm. You are kind of ex- re-experiencing uh, it for the first time and you can vicariously mm-hmm. kind of, yeah. you know, see it through, through their eyes. Uh, through their eyes like i've seen a parade before but this mm-hmm. is the first time that my son has actually seen a parade of characters in person and mm. they were they were having a ball dude they mm. were like <laughs> they were just like oh my god there's olaf oh my god there's mickey there's, there's Minnie. oh there's santa like it was you know it was like it was like so crazy to 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 have that sort of energy be around them and not only that like not only seeing the characters but like some of the rides like i don't know my son's favorite ride was the buzz lightyear ride in uh, disneyland yeah the blasters one. yeah dude for right? a little boy God, must, yeah dude yeah and once you have the blaster and uh, you're trying to shoot down robots mm-hmm. to score points and then kind of getting that feedback mm-hmm. like traditionally i would skip those rides because i yeah. would like to go to the th- the thrill rides but mm-hmm. this time you know i i have we went several times mm-hmm. uh just because a no one wanted to go to that ride <laughs> so there weren't any lines and, and b like uh i mean more importantly he wanted to go to that ride multiple times so it was it was great man he did scored a lot of points i i killed him on on, on the points but <laughs> <laughs> but um you know it's, it's kind of nice to experience that um, I actually was able to even sneak him in with like the the Star Tours ride. Oh, and I just realized, dude, I I'm too old for these <laughs> rides, dude. I got hella dizzy, man. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I remember you saying that it used to be a, a point of pride, and same with me that you could just hit up these rides back to back to back to back, you know. Mm-hmm. But nah, man, that time has long passed, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sticky with the kitty rides. Yeah. I'm with the kiddie rides. It all always comes full circle, you know? You mm-hmm. start as a kid going on the kitty rides, you get to the middle point where you're a teenager or a little bit in your twenties, mm-hmm. and then later in your thirties and after that you're like, you know what, I'm good with the kitty rides. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With that said, my mm-hmm. new favorite ride at DCA is um the Spider Man. Ah, that's an also another um interactive game. Yeah. Um uh, so, interactive ride sorry yeah exactly exactly well it is pretty much a game because you're trying to score yeah, points exactly exactly uh but 
It's actually kind of tiring, dude. It is kind of tiring. <laughs> it actually was. I don't want to give it away too much because you know maybe there's yeah. some people out there who. It's very been... unique, just because yeah. you 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 don't you know you're just kind of you're 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 kind of immersed, and I think that's the new theme of like yeah. all of these rides is they try to immerse you into this sort of into this it's world. It's like world building, right? Exactly. So you try to really experience and try to get that that experience. So you know, I'm glad I was able to kind of squeeze that in. Yeah. Um, um, that Spider-Man ride. I had to do it like freaking when the kids were asleep and I had to go run That's back. That's why to you the were park. dead tired, man. Exactly, dude. I ran there and I still <laughs> waited like, you know, 60 minutes. Oh man, uh, dude. Just to be able to do it. And then, you know, caught pretty much like the last freaking ride of that before, you know, before going back. It was crazy. Man, dad life. But yeah, I mean, that's a good wrap for the Disneyland trip. I'm, at the end of the day, it was good to see you, man. Yeah. I mean, we have a little picture that we took, you know, and that's the one thing. As as guys, when we get together, we always forget to take a damn pic, you know. This time, we took a picture. Yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll post that as our as our social media um, yeah. episode one. So yeah. that'll, that'll be fun. And also, it's just, yeah, man, it's like, it's always like old times when we see each other, man. Like, yeah. like not a day passes. Yeah, exactly. It's just one of those things that, you know despite the distance man well mm-hmm. i mean we do have a pod and you know you talk know. regularly but i'm saying but you know, know what i mean it's just sometimes it's, it, online chemistry is different than in-person chemistry nah, you know what i'm saying you. Yeah. i got you <laughs> nah, i got you i got you it definitely is just kind of like uh like old times man so yeah. you know i'm missing you in person man i was I glad know. to see you and uh well hopefully with hopefully as things slowly get a little better at a time we can make this happen a little bit more with mm-hmm. travel and stuff like that, because again, Bay versus LA, yeah. we are the synergy when we come together, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I don't but, know. I don't know if I. I don't want to drive there anymore, <laughs> dude. I might have to fly. Hey, the last something. time you came and visited me solo, you mm-hmm. flew. So maybe we'll just have to make it flying from now on. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But let's 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 move forward because this is ball versus life. So we talked about life. Now mm-hmm. we got to talk about ball. You know, uh, this is what the podcast is about, and. The last time we talked for this podcast, the Warriors, they were on top of the world. They still are, but they are tied with someone else that's also on top of the world, another team, the mm-hmm. Suns. And you guys played them back-to-back recently. Mm-hmm. First game, you guys lost. Second game, you guys won. But how did you feel about the first game, man? Because it was hyped up, you know? Two yeah. best teams in the NBA, and mm-hmm. Suns were on like a 16-17 game winning streak. And the Warriors, obviously, I think they were on the seven-game winning streak at that point. Yeah. You know what my reaction was? <laughs> Didn't see it. I was at Disneyland. <laughs> That's why they I lost set you it. up for that. <laughs> I was, I was, yeah. I was watching Mickey and freaking Elsa and Anna from Frozen on a on a freaking uh, parade while the, you know Steph and Andrew Wiggins were getting rammed on by dude. Man, I think uh, Steph had like the worst game of definitely the year. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. He was just out of funk uh, mm-hmm. from that game. So I didn't really. I mean, I read up uh, about it afterwards. I was I'm telling to, you right now, it was, it was a blessing in disguise that you couldn't watch that game. Yeah, you were man. in Disneyland, naive and mm-hmm. f- carefree because you didn't know what was going on. You probably checked your phone once in a while, but mm-hmm. um, dude, you probably didn't want to watch that game. You would have been texting me messaging me like this is bullshit yeah. i'll tell you this man i was actually anticipating the matchup prior mm. to that and i was bummed that I wasn't able to watch it because i mm. thought it was going to be sort of like a measuring stick game i mean mm-hmm. like a le- legitimately 
uh, a measuring stick game for for our team. And <laughs> once I saw the score afterwards, I was like, wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Didn't work out. Uh, let's, you know, look, look forward to the next matchup. And it was good that they were playing again the next game after mm-hmm. just to be able to get some some of that bad taste in the mouth but apparently it was not a, a good performance i don't know if you saw it i didn't i didn't really watch it. I, I know um the second game book was book hurt got hurt the first game and mm-hmm. i think he's been out since he had a hamstring injury so yeah uh, i'm sure if you're a suns fan which i am not you know mm-hmm. suns fan are saying dude we weren't full health and all that stuff you know so my but, response to that is, you don't have Clay. We yeah, don't have James yeah, Wiseman. Yeah, so, who? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, that's 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 the way the cookie crumbles, pretty much. Uh, with that said, yeah, mm. without having Book there, that's a huge void in their team. Mm-hmm. And despite that, at least with the second game, it was you know relatively competitive early on. But eventually, mm-hmm. we kind of busted out and was able to kind of, you know, Use the energy from a uh, home court and be able mm-hmm. to kind of you know beat the Suns and kind of even up the the matchup thus far. So, well, that's really, what good really teams do, match. you know. Like they they you know sometimes you have off night and then if you have the 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 chance to meet up again in freaking couple days, you you make adjustments, you know. Exactly, make make some adjustments. Uh, and I mean, home court actually does make a huge difference mm-hmm. in terms of that. Obviously, mm-hmm. not having some players there really changes the equation. Mm-hmm. But the energy and the confidence that you have within within home court um, really, really, you know, makes a difference. So, I don't know, man. We're one up thus yeah. far in the season series with a matchup for Christmas. I thought we were the Warriors were playing uh, the Clippers, but it seems like it's actually the Suns. So, oh yeah, you're right, dude. That's that is good. a big, big matchup. Yeah, that's gonna be a big matchup. Yeah, especially. At that point, I would still suspect that both you and the Suns will be at the top of the standings, you know, mm-hmm. because there aren't that many games until then. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, with 20 and 4 record each, yeah, like, there'll be another. I mean, they're touting it as a possible Western Conference Finals matchup just because you guys are at the top of the standings, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So, that's a, yeah, that's a really big matchup at this, at this state of the season. I mean, we're uh, a quarter of the way in, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Still, a uh, quite a bit of weight. Yeah, there's a so lot. There's a lot of games to be played, and a lot of a lot of things could happen within mm-hmm. those two weeks. I mean, injuries I know, and yeah. I, I I don't know when book is due back. Hammies can be really really tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, um, on the flip side, the Warriors are going on a long road trip before Ooh, Christmas. Yeah. So and it's gonna be a gauntlet of East East Coast teams. So it'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see how uh, they respond. How we, how yeah. we respond with regards to that. The biggest story uh, for that game mm. is Clay Thompson is Ooh. getting real, real close. So he but might be playing. I heard he's said on his IG live that he's going to be back in a couple of weeks. But when he said that, there's now speculating he won't come back for Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I heard through the grapevine. I don't I don't know. No one knows the exact day at this point, you know. But he's practicing. Yeah. But I think yeah. they're going to be overly cautious. I mean, that's that's really the 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 general sense like if he ready they're not gonna brush him by any means if it's gonna be in 2022 then so be Mm -hmm. it right no well uh i'll tell you this if it's up to clay thompson he'd be playing there right now man that dude is ready to rock and roll well that's why it's not up to him right exactly exactly (laughs) um 
he's an athlete he's not the medical team (laughs) and if you really think about it he's only been one year removed from a torn achilles yeah and that's you know two years two and a half years removed from an acl tear so that's wild feel like uh caution caution Mm -hmm. throwing caution in the wind is definitely the way to go but and i also think i also think you probably if i was management or i was the coaching staff i'd probably pick a team that isn't as at the top of the standings where it's such a high profile game for his first game back mm-hmm. like i feel like that would be the smarter decision like let's say like play him against sacramento or mm-hmm. you know like the, i would want that you know because yeah. yeah it's a lot dude to go i mean i know he he's gonna have practiced a lot but in a game situation where your adrenaline's pumping and a high-profile matchup on national TV, I mean, it's a lot. Of, it's still a lot of pressure for even 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 Clay because he's been out of off the court for so long. You know, yeah. that's that's me personally, just thinking ahead. You know, I I would personally do that. No, I I, I think it totally makes sense to mm-hmm. kind of put him in a situation where he can kind of work himself yeah. into a big game rather than mm-hmm. just have him start a big game. Mm-hmm. Um, so and it, ad- additionally, there have been reports that if they were going to have him uh, uh, play a game, it would be a home game rather than a road game. I think mm-hmm. we are playing Smart on the move. road for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So yes, you are. Uh, you know, the only chance that I think he'll be playing on Christmas is if he gets if he plays before that, which and is Memphis. I, think, I I do think that they are going to be playing some scrub teams before Christmas. So if there's yes. any chance, it might be before Christmas. And mm-hmm. he can get a ramp up, but man, I don't know what I want for Christmas is a Clay Thompson. I know I, I was gonna say that's what I, I mean, want. It's a yeah, good yeah. Christmas gift if that does indeed happen. Yeah, wow, it's but, two and a half years you said since he um, was it tore his knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's raring to go. He's playing with the Santa Cruz Warriors. He's playing in five on five mm-hmm. scrimmages. He's actually well ahead of James Wiseman in terms of like playing five on five scrimmages. So. Who would have thought? Sure. Who would have thought? Uh, that's I mean, what I'm saying. He was supposed. Jason Wiseman was supposed to get inching closer, but I guess last time I talked to you, he's not that close. Nah, dude. I think they're slow playing him, and bigs mm. are a little bit more complicated. Yeah. Um, but if you really kind of take a step back, James Wiseman got injured April 2020. That's true. Yeah. It feels so, like a long time ago, but it's actually not. Yeah. It feels like a long time ago, but exactly. So, um, and the fact that they're playing well without him Mm -hmm. i think it puts a lot of pressure uh a lot less pressure Mm -hmm. on having both of those guys return i mean you even said this in one of our chats that you know at this point even when he does come back Mm -hmm. besides just him being injured and being out of the rotation for Mm -hmm. so long like kaminga is getting more minutes because his utility at this point is is a lot higher just because he's able to switch and Mm -hmm. i mean be that defensive guy and wiseman is going to take some time i mean yeah, those big boys don't don't mess around, you know. Exactly, exactly, and like it's, look at what happened to Jared J- Jackson Jr. Like oh, he yeah. was out longer than expected when he mm-hmm. had his torn meniscus. Mm-hmm. Now he's killing it. Um, but so, they slow played him though. They yeah, yeah. they took their time with him. That's yeah. that's exactly I think the the same approach that they they want to have with Wiseman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah and jk probably is ahead of him on the rotation mm-hmm. uh just because of the versatility defensively um but i don't I'll know tell you this. You... it's it's december 7th today right and we yeah. record every two weeks usually yeah. hopefully in two weeks when we record the next episode mm-hmm. we will have more word on 
when or if Clay is coming back for that Christmas time game-ish, whether it's the game before or the game after. Just some more information, man. Yeah, dude. I can't it's, wait. It's get it's it's getting close, man. I, I know it's getting close. close. Yeah, I, I mean, I can the fact that he's playing in the G League affiliate. I mean, he's he's yeah. getting way way close. I mean, he's playing in live games at this point, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I'll tell you this, just to wrap up that concept: mm-hmm. Warrior fan or not, you really gotta, you know, as long as you're a basketball fan, you really really gotta respect the amount of work that Clay Thompson has put in. To put himself mm-hmm. in a position to return once again. These are two career-threatening, devastating mm-hmm. injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, and for someone who loves to play basketball, he, you know, a, a lot of his life has been taken away by these mm-hmm. injuries. And just you really want to pull for these types of these stories to come through, man. Just because, yeah. you know, if you're for the love of the game, man. No about that. No doubt about that. I mean, it strikes fear into everyone's hearts, but again, it's beyond that, you know, just for somebody who's passionate about their work and, you know, the the joy they get from, you know, the something that's given them so much to their life, right? Mm-hmm. That's Clay, man, and hopefully he can back get back and show out. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so let's move from lower leg injuries to upper respiratory dude. injuries. What happened in Lakeland, bro? Man, dude, I got. <laughs> of course, when the news broke that uh, LeBron James was in health and safety protocol, got <sighs> messages from my friends. You know, I was like, oh wait, is that just you know maybe it's like this is gonna be like a couple day thing, and then as news moved past, it's like oh he's gonna be likely out ten days, which I'm like. That means he has COVID. <laughs> Usually players, when they're out a minimum 10 days, that means they yeah. tested positive. And yeah. I was like, oh, God. that You know, it just sums up this season so far. You know, mm-hmm. of course, when LeBron finally gets healthy and is back on the court, mm-hmm. he gets COVID. And, yeah. and especially it was after the holidays that this news broke. So it made sense because people are spending time with their families. And from what we all know, I mean, unless it's misinformation, LeBron is vaccinated. And I was just like, oh, man, just like how Embiid got COVID and he was vaccinated. I was like, well, shoot, no one's immune to this Mm. disease, you know. Um, And I was like, all right, 10 days, we're screwed. (laughs) At this Mm -hmm. point, I mean, we can't win with LeBron. How are we going to win without him? (laughs) But conspiracy theorists, eat your heart out. The man is back. (laughs) He he, he was out one game. (laughs) What happened there? What? So what was the backstory? Did he I mean, test positive? And yes. How did he? I'll, I'll run it not... down. So so he tested positive one day, obviously, and he went into health and safety protocols. And, you know, all these Shams and Woj, you know, they broke mm-hmm. the story. Essentially, mm-hmm. without saying it, is he tested positive. Mm-hmm. But according to the health and safety protocols, false positives happen, right? I mean, mm-hmm. just in general, in life. So... You can be a conspiracy theorist and just be like NBA rigged all this stuff because they need him to play, whatever, right? But mm-hmm. there's there's still protocol they have to go through. If you test negative, um, I think he took nine tests since that day that he he tested positive, and then he turned up negative all mm-hmm. through those nine tests in, in the preceding two or three days, right? I think mm-hmm. he took like three tests a day, and then that's how that's why they let him play again, and he had to sit out one game. I think it was like maybe four or five days in between, right? Mm-hmm. So that is the reason why he got back on the court. But everyone is saying, like, uh, you know, the NBA just wants LeBron back and all that 
crap. But I, I really don't think that's the case, though. I don't think they would risk the health and safety of other players. It would be catastrophe if they somehow ignored a positive test and then there was a COVID outbreak. Yeah, exactly. If you see LeBron wearing a mask while playing, you're just like... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how badly the NBA wants him to play. Exactly, exactly. That's the cash cow right there. No. Uh, I don't know. The NBA is doing well even without LeBron. I'll be honest. I mean, like, he adds to it, sure, but I feel like there's a lot of storylines out there, man. There definitely is a lot of storylines. You got LaMelo Ball. Mm -hmm. uh, Who got COVID? Ah, (laughs) Whoops. Exactly. Hey, if if his name was LeBron James, maybe he'd be playing right now. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. A little bit more uh, years and championships, LaMelo, before you get uh, the two-year... Preferential uh, treatment. The two-day COVID COVID protocol program over for you. Uh, I mean... You know what's yeah, especially given Joel Embiid's, uh, mm-hmm. and you were the one who told me about this experience with COVID as a vaccinated uh, mm-hmm. individual, because it seems like he said that he was vaccinated. Yeah, it was a breakthrough uh, infection. Exactly. You really don't want to take any risks with mm-hmm. having, uh, uh, you know, a player with COVID. With I mean, it's team. real. These outbreaks are real. They're happening literally right now. I mean, there's. Like the Bulls, DeMar DeRozan, um, I think he has COVID. And then mm-hmm. there's another player on the Bulls that also is, is out in health and safety protocols. I think here and there, each team has sprouted up some a couple of people that had to go into health and safety protocols. So, I mean, this is no joke, man. <laughs> this is just the new reality yeah. in terms of just life in general, man. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know you know it's just going to be a reality that you're going to have to deal with and it could actually just put a kink on i mean it's yeah it's like any outside of being worried about injury which i know you always say war of attrition right injuries Mm -hmm. can happen at any point as a fan right you could be checking twitter and be like oh shoot so and so isn't health and safety protocol that's part of the reality now and they're out a minimum 10 days and that's like what three or four games which could be very important in the grand scheme of things when you're fighting for position or you're who knows, right? You know. Imagine if it happens in the playoffs. You don't even. That's what I'm, like, dude. It's scary. You know what I mean? What if LeBron goes to a Drake concert? You know, <laughs> like during you know the second round of the the playoffs. You know that might spell doom. You know, know. for the season, pretty much. So no, not LeBron though. He'll be back in two days. So ah, yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. So. Uh, yeah, that's crazy of yeah. a, a development, and it seems like it's popping up. And I can only imagine it getting worse with the holidays, happening. especially cold weather. I think um, the the virus, you know, just like the flu, man, you know, yeah. thrives in cold weather. Exactly. So it'll be really interesting to see how the season progresses. I got yeah. my fingers crossed. Hopefully, you know, my Warriors stay relatively healthy. Mm-hmm. But you know, not having like a Steph Curry anything like that yeah. really changes like you know the, the 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 equation for us you know what i mean or a draymond you know mm-hmm. if draymond just gets ejected we already kind of crash and burn imagine mm-hmm. if you were out a couple games it mm-hmm. really just changes our chemistry so mm-hmm. yeah Ooh. we'll see we'll see i mean we got a whole host of uh, the christmas game coming up in a couple of weeks and mm-hmm. we're gonna and the lakers are still up and down up and down they just recently got back they got they they had a 500 record but today they won and they're above 500 either way it's not a good look <laughs> at this juncture but i see some positives and we'll probably break it down some more on the next episode you some know covid positives i know man shoot i gotta i gotta change up the word can't use positive anymore <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, so we'll mm. see. We'll yeah. see how we'll the see. team the teams go through the holidays, man. Mm-hmm. This is. Uh, I mean, this is a good. This is a big stretch, you know. Going into the new year, you want momentum, you know. That's yeah. the when January hits, you know, like All Star break around the corner, then you really want to be in a decent position. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're if you want to be a title contender or a playoff contender, you know. Yeah, dude. It's uh, you know, this is why sports is so interesting, man. Anything mm-hmm. can kind of switch up at any given mm-hmm. time. So it's the best reality show, man. True, man. I don't know, man. Seeing that car driving in the freeway at oh, Highway actually, 5, yeah, that's <laughs> that was like straight up of uh, I don't know, dude. It was straight up off a off a cops, man. It was mm-hmm. crazy. It was crazy. But I'd rather watch LeBron and Steph Curry just reel some threes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, man. Well, I think that's that's a good close to this episode. We talked mm-hmm. about the whole gamut of things, and we're gonna do another episode before Christmas, man. So. We'll catch you guys up on the next episode, and we do plan to rip this week, right? Are we? Yeah, we'll try to. We'll try, try to do it Friday. We'll, yeah, we'll try to do something, man. We'll okay. Try to fix it up, man. Okay, so stay tuned to that on our IG, which is Ball versus Life official. Please check it out. I'll, I'll link it all below in our description. And we thank you for listening and stay safe. You know, with that whole crazy story, that's the most important thing. Stay safe and negative. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Peace out. Peace.